Welcome to this week's episode of Esports Wrap. I'm your host, Michael Amorgan. And this week, we're going to be talking about well, something that kind of hits a little too close to home. It's uh, climate change. Now, those who know, know that the Bahamas was hit with a Category 5 of historic proportions um that being said you know a lot of us weren't really expecting anything like that and a lot of people were killed a lot of people were displaced um a lot of people don't really know what's going to be happening in their life going forward um and they're just trying to make the best out of it now that being said there's been ongoing debates on whether this is due to climate change or if it's just something that happens every few years and it just, or it's just natural phenomena and um so you've got people who take a look at science and say you know they're seeing that because of what's happening with ecosystem and our <laughs> hey paladin welcome to the stream um essentially the barrier that protects us from uv lights that's high in our atmosphere has been and since i've been alive it's been decreasing and getting thinner and thinner uh it's been allowing greenhouse gases to start up and like it's 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 not good and so that you now have other persons saying that you know climate change isn't a thing and they're taking it from their other points of view um i don't necessarily i'll be quite honest i believe in climate change um i normally don't take sides to things like this but the evidence is kind of hard out there um at least for me so that's my stance on it now Aside from that, I do want to um, point out that the world has been trying to curb whatever emissions or carbon-based emissions that we have that are actually causing this effect. And that's countries getting together, well, like literal leaders of countries getting together to try and talk and figure out things. Um, this has le led to countries putting tighter restrictions on emissions from cars, from companies, um, manufacturing industries, uh, people stopping using as much coal, which, you know, as of Trump, he started pushing that up again. Um, overall, though, really and truly, uh, there's there's the back and forth and so now things are starting to come to a head to the point where scientists are saying you know we don't have as long as we actually thought we did it's a lot less time and we need to start <laughs> buckling our buckles and uh tightening our well tightening our buckles and uh pulling up our socks and really trying to put this hard 
into perspective. That being said, we as gamers, and this is where the esports and gaming element of stuff really starts to push into. Um, while we may, while some of us may not agree that climate change is a thing, um, we do have to keep in mind that there are those that believe it is. And for those that do believe it, in my personal opinion is it's better safe than sorry. And since there are scientists that say climate change is a thing and they're giving evidence towards that fact, then what we might as well start working toward reducing our carbon footprint. And that's where green energy comes from really and truly that's where go green really comes from where you know getting rid of paper usage as much um relying more on solar wind uh water and alternative energies things like that really start to come into effect now when it comes to gaming It's been said that we actually use quite a lot of energy when it comes to games and research have actually done uh, by Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory apparently have set up a special gaming lab to measure how much energy gamers can found that globally PC gamers and anything it's actually just people use about 75 billion kilowatt hours here. That's about as much to power 25 power plants. That's a lot of energy. That's legit a lot of energy. And that's not including consoles. That's not including data centers since, you know, cloud seems to be the way that a lot of companies are taking a look at with Stadia, with uh, Xbox and PS4 seeming like they might be using some of that type of technology um there's also the fact that the un or the united nations actually just this past monday so yesterday as of the time i'm doing the show um which would have been september 23rd 2019 actually had a meeting and this is where the meme that you might have been seeing going about about the 16 year old girl standing up and talking about renewable energy and stuff like that and everyone ganging up because this is something that kind of happened yesterday when she, a 16 year old girl went up and spoke about going green and you know renewable energies and uh, what could happen because she is the f she took it upon well I don't know how exactly it happened but she is now seen as the face of her generation when it comes to What's going to be happening with how we're going forward with energy for that generation and she's saying we need to go green now the reason why i also wanted to really and truly touch and talk about cloud computing as well as part of this is because uh an article that someone had shared with me earlier i think it was earlier this week last week um where they said that 
you know, we have to start taking a look at climate. And it's something to start thinking about and where most of the article was correct. We need to actually start taking a look at just how much energy we use as gamers. I didn't agree with the article in the fact of their use of a mention of Google Stadia because I know Google has been actually doing We'll get to that shortly. What I do want to get to and start off with is what happened yesterday at the UN where 21 gaming companies actually came together and made a joint announcement stating that, you know, they're going to be working forward with reducing the carbon footprint and also working towards helping this generation and future generations become more of a green mindset or gain more of a green mind. And this is mainly something that's been uh, built upon by a group called Playing for the Planet. They actually have a website, which is playing the number four, theplanet.org. You can head there, check it out. They have a white paper PDF along with videos. Um, it's actually pretty interesting. Now, for whatever reason, I'm not able to take a look at the videos, but what their, what their white paper essentially is saying is that there are seven key steps to create, sorry, to include a green nudge in every game, meaning, you know, try to nudge people towards going green. Two, to create an annual impact season. Three, pledge for the planet. Four, cut e-waste and go 100% clean. Five, physical incentives. So that's mon monetary. Incentives for serious sustainability games. Six, team up, reward and make it famous. And seven, help parents to engage with their children around gaming. Now, they go into more detail about where they're really trying to go forward with this. Um, their main point of why they're trying to reach out towards the gaming community is because they see the gaming platform as the next way to really reach out and inform people about things. Um, because of how esports and gaming is really being popular now, they're trying to leverage that um, by you know, including messages inside of games, building games that are around that kind of stuff. Um, it's a little weird when you think about it. It's kind of like they're trying to game the system, the gaming industry in a sense, uh, to give us, I don't want to say it, subliminal messaging because they're not quite going subliminal. They're like, they're giving nudges towards it, but it's, it's a bit weird. Um, they're saying that gaming can become the new public service media for the world. Uh, video games are already making an impact. Now they're saying things like Pokemon go recently awarded participants of 68 earth day cleanup events in 19 countries with in-game rewards special release Pokemon and a $250,000 donation to Mission Blue's new Hope Spot in Powell. They also mentioned that Animal Jam, an interactive animal library for kids, has over 100 million registered users, 22% of whom are from Latin America and the Philippines, and has donated over $10 million to animal-related conservation 
an education initiative since 2010. They go on to even mention RuneScape, a game that I'm still actually kind of surprised still exists. Um, saying that a multiplayer online roleplay game, RuneScape, uh, gave players an in-game pet, uh, 26,000 Royal Rhinos in exchange for answers to their um, conservation quiz, the most popular new RuneScape content of the year. They go on to talk about Minecraft, how focusing on gaming as simply an extra active opportunity for fundraising ignores a huge collaborative opportunities it offers and that games are often self-explanatory and intuitive and so features that can benefit environmental projects uh help with that kind of stuff and they also talk about minecraft earth the new uh mobile version of minecraft that's going to be coming out that's augmented reality is also going to be helping to push that kind of stuff forward they also go into other games uh, like Safari Central, Champions Earth, Play Outside, so on and so forth, and how games are now starting to set mindsets where, you know, you have games like Goo or um, Celeste, where they're actually focusing on actual mindsets and new concepts and building those out in those types of games where you know these this type of entertainment didn't really happen even um forget the game but it's kind of like a yarn play as a yarn character um but literally just a figure made out of yarn and it guides you through like think thing um saying that that can help us think differently as individuals communities and the world at large and that video games can tilt the balance towards sustainability as well which i didn't really think about before but it does kind of make sense now where they're mentioning that the potential for video games to bring about positive global change is yet to be tapped but it can support a myriad of virtual communities many of which can be used for good um for good in the real world and the use of in-game problem solving collaboration simulation immersive educational experiences, and more. Even the New York Times front page feature, Fix It Can You Stay Within the World's Carbon Budget, gave readers an interactive tool to explore 8,000 climate-changing solutions. Now, all that's to say, they actually give some recommendations for those original seven things that they wanted to talk on. But, Again, we have to go back to what happened yesterday. Now, like I mentioned, 21 gaming companies came to the UN and, you know, they they became part of Playing for the Planet Alliance. That being said, the companies that were there were Sony Interactive Entertainment, better known for their console system, PlayStation. They said that their new technology, um, well, let me say this a little bit differently, that they will unveil new progress and plans to utilize energy-efficient technology, which is on track to avoid 29 million tons of CO2 emissions by 2030. So that's 2030. And to introduce new 
low power suspended modes for the next generation of PlayStation Plus PS5 to assess and report their carbon footprint and to educate and inspire the gaming community to take action for climate change. If we actually dig a little bit deeper into what PlayStation's saying, is that's like a snippet of it that they actually have there. On PlayStation's blog, they actually go in to say that, you know, with their suspended gameplay, much lower power consumption than the PS4, which they say is around 0.5 kil um, watts. If just 1 million users enable this feature, it would save equivalent to the average electricity of 1,000 US homes. From an operations point of view, they will complete a carbon footprint assessment of their gaming services and will report the energy efficiency measures they will deploy at their data centers. And that they're committed to informing consumers of energy efficient consoles, setup, and that means the online systems that they use to play against other players. That's what their data centers are focusing on. So they're not focusing just on hardware or operations. They're working on sustainability. They're working on the data centers. They're working on a lot of other stuff. Um, they're also mentioning that they have efficient technologies such as system on a chip architecture integrating a high performance graphics protector die shrink power scaling and energy saving modes such as suspend to ram they are estimating that carbon emissions that they have avoided to date already amount to about 16 million metric tons increasing to 29 over the course of the next 10 years as i mentioned earlier now microsoft will be doing some stuff as well. They're going to be announcing the expansion of existing operational com commitment to carbon neutrality, which was established back in 2012, into its devices and gaming network and gaming work. They will be seeing uh, aiming to reduce its supply chain emissions from by 30% by 2030 as well, um, including end of life for devices and to certify that 825,000 Xboxes will be as carbon neutral in a pilot program. Now, they'll also be aiming to engage gamers in sustainability efforts in real life through the Minecraft efforts uh, of Build a Better World initiative. And that's seen about 20 million in-game act actions. Google Stadia which is Google's upcoming web-based version of gameplay. That is uh, going to be introducing a new sustainable game development guide, as well as funding research into how green nudges can effectively in be incorporated into gameplay. I would expect that this will be suggested to any game makers that decide to use Stadia or to the industry within itself. Um, Again, from what my understanding of green nudges are, they're more things that are not intrusive, but kind of nudge the, the player towards a more green mindset. Like I mentioned earlier, I did have a problem with the original article that I saw mentioning uh, Google Stadia because they were talking about how the offset of this entire thing would be because of how data centers use a ton of energy 
and this is true data centers use a ton of energy but google's actually been working on this for a while now and they're they've gotten their stuff down to i think about 16 percent of what it originally was now how they actually do that is a maraud of different things for starters they use the actual heat from the servers which you know they have racks upon racks upon racks of servers that generate a ton of heat if you have a computer and you can and you run that hard and you can feel the heat from that think of an entire football field sized room of those just piping out heat now what they do is they actually have them so you have a server or facing this way and a server facing this way so the vents are in the back they tunnel this heat through the system and they actually have it in a way that the heat goes um, into its cooling system. Uh, the exhaust fans on the rear of these servers direct it into an enclosed area, build water cooling coils in at the top of the enclosure, cool the air as it ascends you know, because heat rises. Uh, they have silver piping that's visible, um, which will carry the water to and from the cooling towers and from there they then use this energy to help power the data center so they're using the heat cooling it at the same cooling the air at the same time using that cooling energy cool the data center to provide energy and so it's it's quite literally reusing the same energy that it's 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 actually generating um it's not just that though they're also using seawater inside one of their data centers they actually have a server server sent a data center uh submerged into uh the ocean because once you get to a certain depth it's actually quite cold down there so they're using that to keep it nice and cool they're also using wind solar uh and so on and so forth to actually offset the energy that they're doing and when they still need even more power they're buying the offset amount of energy so that they don't have to use fossil fuels so yeah that was that was my real issue with it and not only that data centers on a whole have been using um green technology for a while now and it's not just google um you have places that will also uh use it to help out their neighbors with heat generation so if you're in a colder country and you need heat and you live near a data center they'll you know help you out with that um it's they always use it for greenhouses they um there's a lot of interesting ways that they actually go about it and i do suggest people to actually take a look at that supercell a company that's better well known and yes i'm moving along now um for their clash of clans um for brawl stars for clash royale will offset its entire footprint of their community that means that with their the, your use that you're using their game and generating the energy and using the energy and stuff like that charging your phone 
and using up whatever diesel fuels that you might be using from your power company, they're going to be doing whatever they can to offset that from their side. Rovio, better known for Angry Birds, is going to be offsetting the carbon impact of their players' charging devices as well. Cybo, better known for Subway Surfer, and Space Ape uh, for Fastlane will be offsetting 200% of their studio and their gamers' mobile energy use. There'll be guidance documents will assist other companies take similar actions that they're going to be working Wildworks, which made Animal Jam, which I mentioned earlier, will be uh, will initiate restoration elements in games and, well, like Green Man Gaming. They'll focus on restoring some of the world's forests with major tree planting initiatives. Ubisoft will develop in-game green themes and will source materials from eco-friendly factories and Sports Interactive will eliminate 20 tons of packaging by switching from plastic to a recycled alternative for all future football manager release. That one is a key one. Um, that last one I should really choose because if they can set that up, use renewable packaging, then other companies will start to take a look at something like that. This will offset things for Xbox, PS4, Nintendo Switch, and any other well physical console pack game packages that would really come out from that i see that probably being one of the biggest parts of reducing um the plastic element which deals with heat deals with um plastics which you know don't break down and are bad for the environment but let's move on Creative Mobile's ZooCraft will evolve into a cons uh, conservation-focused game with Reliance Game, which is better known for Little Sam, generating awareness in the fastest-growing mobile gaming market by creating awareness with kids to make them ambassadors for climate change with in-game events and initiatives across India. Now, for those that don't know, India is one of the biggest markets and populations in the world i think only just after you know now the biggest independent gaming platform in china i dream sky has committed to putting green nudges into its game as well so again trying to create that green mindset eli media which is better known for never alone and beyond blue Along with Strange Loop, which is better known for Echo, Eco, um, and Internet of Elephants, which is better known for Safari Central, another game that I mentioned earlier, will share their expertise of making high-impact, environmentally-oriented games into the Alliance. And Twitch is actually coming into this, saying that they have committed to utilizing their platform to spread this message to other global gaming communities with Niantic, better known for games like Pokemon Go, Ingress, and uh, Harry Potter Wizards United, to engage their community to act around sustainability issues. This one is going to be, I feel, probably one of the biggest ones. Because Pokemon Go 
Ingress, and Harry Potter are some of the ones that actually get people to go out into the world to different events. Like quite literally, they will have meetups um, around the world where you go to these events and you can be walking around doing things. Now, if they actually leverage that and actually have local events happening, working with the local communities, they can really start pushing stuff. Or they can do something on a much larger scale and have it work like that. Either way, Niantic is one of the best companies, I believe, to actually be a part of this. And I'm actually glad to see them a part of it. So they do mention that there can be trade-offs between games that are designed to be educational and reaching the masses. They're saying to address this, many of the companies will host design jams with their creatives to consider how they can mindfully incentivize better environmental outcomes within the games without limiting fun and enjoyment for players. Because, let's admit it, educational games and games that are made for fun, they typically aren't the same thing. If you can have a game that's made for fun and has political undertones behind it, that can also upset certain players and not want them and actually offset them from playing the game. So it has to strike a very nuanced balance. And this is something that they're going to have the most issues with, I believe, for most games. Though, if they can get it just right, I believe they can actually make a big difference. With um, they do say that, you know, campaigns that are connected to games and movies over the years, they know fans are angry about climate change. But considering the enormity of environmental challenges that face us in years to come, we as an industry must stand with our players, the evangelists for action. There's also uh, another person that said, video gaming might seem like an unlikely ally in this battle, but this alliance is a critical platform where all of us can play our part to decarbonize our impact and bring the issues into gameplay. A strong believer in sparking curiosity and conversations whenever people are and with 2 billion people playing games, this platform has reached that second to none. Hey, Rise Trips. Welcome to the stream. Um, another person also stated that the mobile games industry has to take the lead in the emerging markets to raise awareness among the next billion gamers coming online to lead the way for climate change. That they're honored to be a part of this strong UN initiative for a better tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, other persons that spoke as well were people from PlayStation or Sony Interactive Entertainment. Um, but for the most part, it's essentially mirroring the same thing. They say, I'll, I'll read this one as a last one, stating that climate change is impacting each industry and every sector. And they believe that technology can play a critical role, enabling and empowering the response to this challenge. That was someone from Microsoft and initiatives like theirs, uh, Minecraft build a better world carbon neutral Xbox pilot provide great opportunity to tap into Microsoft's technology sustainability and gaming community. Um, 
but yeah honestly it's going to take time they have their golds for a number of them already set to as far as 2030 scientists don't believe we may have as long as that before we really start to see changes they're actually expecting it with seven years um and that's obviously 10 to 11 years that they're aiming but who knows maybe we can start offsetting it and making it take a little bit longer by changing up how we do things um things are happening within different industries like well guys what they're expecting is to lower the amount of carbon and i don't want to say bad energy usage um but that's essentially what it is like fossil fuels um things that essentially aren't green and things that contribute to us using more well fossil fuels and things that detract from our oh, okay you, yeah you understand um but yeah so anything that stops the usage of as much emissions um our carbon footprint using fossil fuels all that kind of stuff and um there's also other things like the smog car emissions and so on and so forth there's a lot of work among many different industries that needs to happen and we just have to keep working to it for those that don't believe climate change is a thing well we'll have to do it without you <laughs> there's, there's not much else to it. but I do hope that you change your minds and um, hopefully this isn't a seven-year thing it doesn't cause us to have rising sea levels and stuff like this because we're already seeing icebergs start to disappear Which we really need. We don't need our uh, glacial plates to disappear. But that's it for this episode of Esports Wrap. Don't forget, folks, we have Esports Wrap every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Standard Time. Our sister show, More Tech, is on every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Standard Time. If you'd like to join our Discord and have a conversation about this kind of stuff, or even just be a part of the conversation. Yeah, sorry about that, Rob. Um, feel free to jump into our Discord. The link should be below. And um, if you're... Thank you for following, Rise. Now, if you want to be... If you're a Bahamian gamer or otaku as well, we have a uh, Discord server just for that as well. Take a look there as well. Um, if you missed any part of this episode... Don't worry, it's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be youtube.com slash moarcookies. Or you can check out our website at moarcookies.com. Or if you just want to listen to the audio version of this, we have a podcast. And that's pretty much everywhere you can listen to podcasts. Um, that's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, yeah, the only place we're still not on is SoundCloud. and That's bad on me. I need to work on that. Um, but yeah, until next time, guys, 
This is more cookies and esports wrap. Keep it cool.